Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. And we are back after a little bit of a break. And I am Sean. I'm Daniel. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> doing things just like we did before. Yeah. Uh, in fact, we're getting right into one of our podcast staples. Oh, one yeah. Of the, one of the things we love to periodically predict. Yes. Uh and therefore, it is good to be back in the podcast seat. Yeah. Bringing that prediction juice to you. I hope you missed us as much as we missed you. Time that for rhymed. some predictions. Time for some corrections. Doobity-doo. Uh, Bowser's Command Crab does go through shields. Sweet. Some of these corrections are from two episodes ago <laughs> because I didn't want to... Uh, to hassle our guest in the previous episode, right. Jordan, with too many predictions. Of course. That, that is... Uh, or rather, with too many corrections. Right, right. Yeah, I keep saying predictions instead of corrections. Correction, I mean corrections, not <laughs> predictions. <laughs> I see. Uh, I didn't want to saddle Jordan with too many corrections. Sure. That is a burden I exclusively lay on Sean. Yeah, and uh, I love that. Bow- so Bowser Command Crab does not go through shields. Right. Uh, does go through shields. Right. Oh, boy. This this is the Are vibe. you okay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Bowser's command grab does go through shields. I see. Uh, we Sean thought it didn't, but it does. Um, speaking of things that Sean thought, there is a way to execute tilt attacks without accidentally doing smashes. True. Um, I think I said that you could straight up turn, uh, uh, like turn off, uh joystick smashes Mm -hmm. uh you can't quite do that but what you can do is set tilt attacks to the right analog stick yeah but who wants to do that uh the next correction (laughs) (laughs) lots of people like that's i'm pretty sure that's like that's a competitive like thing you know it's a shit solution i hate it well you would not hate that if you learned that on your own i don't want to use the stick i want to push the button (laughs) that this seems like like um like what what of several moments of uh of arbitrary Sean. I like tappy tap the button. <laughs> Next correction. Uh the several cameo characters in the background of a DLC stage gimmick has happened at least three times so far. Okay. Uh which you you have said that it happened too much, so I went back and looked. Nice. So there you go. There, there's something you got kinda right. Yeah, uh, too much. Yeah, Terry Stage has a bunch of cameo characters. Byla Stage has a bunch of cameo characters mm-hmm. in the background. Pure Mithra stage has the rest of the cast of Xenoblade Chronicles 2 right. in the background. Banjo kazooie stage kind of does that. They do it in a cool way, though, so I'll give them a pass. You How know? do they do it in a way that's different than the other ones? Uh, because his little sister is walking around. Where's she going? That's how. You know, conversely, uh, you know, on Terry's stage, they're just, like, posing. Walking is better than posing. <laughs> Anyway, uh, what's the last one? Uh, Joker stage was actually the first stage, the first DLC stage to do that. The first DLC stage in Ultimate Period, uh, but it had, you know, it had the other Phantom Thieves kind of chilling in the background. It's a lot of DLC cameo characters uh, in this this DLC. I feel like it'll happen again for number five. Mm, Too bad. For who? For everybody who has to experience (laughs) that. (laughs) Because, like, 
Anyway, uh, the we we talked about whether uh, we talked about the whole thing. Oh right, where uh, where M-rated games do not get their title shown when right. it says Smash Cross, like Dante. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Smash Cross cry. Dante, Smash Cross Travis instead of No More Heroes. Yeah. Right, like that kind of thing. So I went back to see if they did it for Bayonetta. Mm-hmm. Um, they did not do Smash Cross anything for the Bayonetta trailer. Okay. Um, like, they didn't even show, like, Smash Cross Bayonetta's name. There was just, like, I, they showed the trailer, and then they showed Bayonetta's gameplay. Okay. And that's that's it. Also, uh, like, I thought that was weird, so I went and looked at the Corrin trailer that was in the same direct, mm-hmm. and they didn't do Smash Cross Fates for that. There was, hmm. there was nothing. Smash 4 trailers may not have really had that convention sure. in the first place. That makes sense. Um. Tim Curry does still do voice roles after his stroke. That's good. Uh, however... Uh, he dot he did not reprise uh the young justice role that I mentioned okay. in subsequent seasons of the show. James Arnold Taylor replaces <laughs> him as G Gordon Godfrey. Gotcha. Uh, I believe he is better known as the voice of Titus in Final Fantasy X. Yes, yeah, he actually I follow his YouTube channel because he posts a lot about voice acting on it. And the microphone that I'm speaking into now, I bought because he did a review of it on his channel and really liked it. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Thanks, James. Yeah, thanks, Jat. Jat-a-tat-tat. Hey. So, uh, today's this episode, here at A Smashing Theory, we like to predict video game stuff, specifically Smash stuff. And this may very well be one of the last times we get to predict Smash stuff. Man, that's true. Uh, because we are going to predict the fall 2021 Nintendo Direct. All right. Uh, these tend to fall in September. Uh, I think last year, instead of a standard Nintendo Direct, we got those. Uh, we got those Nintendo Directs like uh, like partner showcases. Right. right? Yes. Uh, but I feel like this September we'll get a proper one. We'll get a proper direct. All right. Um, what What do you think the release window for the direct will be? I kind of played my hand just now already. Oh, did you? Yeah, I I, I said September. Oh yeah, of course. Uh, then I'll say October. Oh, okay, cool. Because I was kind of thinking that before I was reminded that you said mm-hmm. September. I'll say October fifteenth to thirty first. Okay, I think I think it will be. I think. Yeah, I, I don't know when in September it will be, but I think it will be after September 10th. Okay. I think it will be between the dates, one of these dates, including the... Sure, uh, between uh, and including Yeah, the dates. between and including uh, the 14th through the 16th oh, that's of September. Oh, that's narrow. Yes. Okay. Uh, basically, I think it will be, yeah, that, that Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday in the middle of September. Cool. Yeah. All right. So with that out of the way, let's fucking let's fucking predict the Nintendo Direct. So let's do it. We will we will save the Smash talk for last, but there will be Smash talk. Oh, of course, possibly our most important Smash talk yet. Oh shit! Uh, but uh, until then, we'll kind of go through our usual format. Yeah. Uh, we'll start with first party predictions, and uh, and we kind of have a little a little pattern that we've been following for a while, and let's continue to follow that. So first. We will predict additional support for existing games and services. Right. Uh, so, as always, uh, Nintendo Switch Online is always worth mentioning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this time it's worth mentioning because it's like the third or fourth anniversary of Nintendo Switch Online's oh, okay. like uh, induction, and I think 
this one will actually matter. I don't think last year's mattered yeah. too much. It definitely seems like the the well is running dry with like the the uh, the, the, NES the, the SNES games. I, like every time they add new stuff, it's like, oh, this is weirder and worse than the last time. They added new stuff. <laughs> yeah, they've they've kind of you can tell that they've kind of run out of first party titles that they want to include. Yeah. Um, and like, why, for instance, would Square Enix put Final Fantasy on there when they can make shitty ports uh, <laughs> again and sell them? There seems to be like, uh, it's funny. Like everyone that's like, everyone that says the new Pixel Remaster ports are shitty uh-huh. are people that haven't played the Pixel <laughs> Remaster ports. You know, I, I should say I, I actually looked up some like footage of them. Yeah, and they're very pretty. Yeah, like, in terms of kind of the new animations for spell effects and stuff that they've done. Yeah, you know, they they actually they did put some obvious work into them. Yeah, unlike the old mobile ones that were ugly and bad. Yeah, no, um, I've like I've seen some people that have actually played the Pixel Remasters that are that have been like like in some cases right for <laughs> for three specifically okay yeah, uh, yeah for three specifically i saw someone go like this is the definitive version of final fantasy III. okay like this is the best version nice um there's there's some contention on one and two because like they're missing the the gba content oh that sucks uh, and the um and it, it's generally agreed upon that the font that the u.s version picked <laughs> is kind of stupid yeah um that like knowing that ff1 in particular does not have the gba content that just means that i'll never buy that now (laughs) like i loved running around and doing the bonus dungeons that they added in that game yeah i may end up getting the pixel remaster of like one and two at some point Mm -hmm. just because like i feel in my gut that we'll never get the game boy advance version again (laughs) and i i feel like the cartridge is expensive now oh for sure yeah yeah, I mean, I'll just let that live in my memory. Because, like, the whole reason I would want two, it would be to do Soul of Rebirth, which is a special mode that is probably not in it. Right. Uh, because that was added for the GBA version. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a shame. Like, if they do, I mean, they're they're doing, like, four, five, and six later, aren't they? Is yes. That, yeah, okay. Yeah. I could see myself getting six mm, yeah. uh, in particular, uh, because I did like that game. And the extra content from the GBA version that was in that was like, I think there was like an optional dungeon and some other, uh, uh, whatever they're called, uh, espers. Okay. Yeah. Um, but the base game has enough stuff going on that I could still be happy. So okay. I can okay. see myself getting that, but we'll see. Okay. Um, but, uh... <laughs> In terms of Nintendo Switch Online, yes, I do. I do think that like that it's starting to feel stagnant, and that they don't want that to happen. Right. So I feel like they will either add a new Nintendo Online game, like something similar to Tetris Ninety Nine or something. Okay. Or we'll we'll get a new system. Yes. For Nintendo Switch Online service. Yes. Here's the question. Yeah. Do you think they'll add Game Boy? Or do you think they'll add Nintendo 64? Uh, I think from a financial perspective, Game Boy makes the most sense. Yeah. Because Game Boy, I'm almost certain that it sold much better than Nintendo 64. uh, So more people probably would have a nostalgia for it that would cause them to want Game Boy games. Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, they could really kind of make the selling point. They they could kind of hone in on the online aspect of it mm. and be like, Hey, this, like when we did game boy virtual console, right. Uh, for the three DS, 
the multiplayer never worked <laughs> right the uh-huh. multiplayer never worked sure uh except for the poke except for pokemon red and blue which allowed local right. multiplayer uh i could i could see them basically going like hey we these for the first time these old game boy games have online multiplayer that'd be really cool yeah um yeah i mean for for pokemon battles for tetris matches you know all that kind of stuff yeah yeah that'd be great i wonder i wonder if tetris would be there Mm, like tetris should be there but i wonder if it would for licensing reasons i also wonder if pokemon would be there out the gate oh if i were them, i'd save it yeah yeah, I'd, I'd I'd probably save it too. Like I'd I'd save it until Pokemon's next anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as long as they put Kirby's pinball on there, I'm happy. Yeah, that's all I want. I don't know if they'd start with that. Like obviously, like because I think they could kind of space out all the Kirby stuff. Right? Sure. Start with Kirby's Dreamland. Add Dreamland two later. Hmm. Uh, then like the pinball ones, and I think some other spinoffs. It'd be nice if like. It'd be nice if, like, they just stuck the whole Game Boy family on there. Like, here's Game Boy and Game Boy Color, Ooh, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but I could also see them being like, I could also be like, yeah, just just Game Boy, just Game Boy games, uh-huh. just monochrome Game Boy games, at least for like a year, and right. then maybe in 2022 <laughs> you'll get Game Boy Color games, uh-huh. and maybe, maybe, maybe in 2023 you'll get Game Boy Advance games. God, that would be sick. And then in 2024 they do N64 finally. Ah. Uh. Uh, that's all I want. <laughs> all I want is to play Majora's Mask on my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, also, I would love to have Game Boy and Game Boy Color games on my Nintendo Switch. Yeah. I mean, you could have Link's Awakening DX down the line. I could, yeah. Yeah. yeah that'd, that'd and be I really could nice. have Oracle of Seasons, which yeah. is the Game Boy Zelda that I cared about. Yeah, I could also have... I, I've always wanted to play more of Ages and Seasons. Nice. Yeah, I've always wanted to play more of those. I enjoyed what I did play at those games. They're cool. They're cool, funky little games. Yeah. I could also see them announcing, like... I think I've mentioned this before. I could also see them announcing, like, a Nintendo Online Plus. Oh, right? yes. That costs, yeah. that costs a little more than it currently does, mm-hmm. but adds some new systems and some other, like, quality of life. Yeah, like, I, could, I could see that for sure. Yeah. Uh... But uh, I think I think for now maybe I'll say that like like I I think if they add N sixty four that I'll be like a Nintendo Online Plus. Thing. Sure. I think Game Boy games might they might just like wrap that into okay. the current package. Uh, but we're we're currently in agreement that that Game Boy is what they'll add next. Yeah, I think so. All right, let's let's go back and forth. Ten monochrome Game Boy games. I'll do five. You'll do five. Oh shit! I okay. Right, I'll let you go first. Okay, Super Mario Land. That one's easy, yeah. Yeah, Donkey, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, Donkey Kong 94. Oh, okay, we're just going. Oh, yeah, 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 Donkey Kong 94. Yeah. Love that game. Great game. Uh, all right, how about Dr. Mario? Okay. Yeah, because yeah, if they're not putting Tetris on there, they got to have a puzzle game on there. Yeah, although Dr. Mario for the NES is already a thing, and would they really like... It's like, yeah, here, Dr. Mario, but worse and smaller. Yeah, sure, they would do that. <laughs> I, I guess they would. You're right. <laughs> you're you're actually right. All right, Kirby's Dreamland. Okay, nice. All right, here's a funky one. Mario's Picross. Ooh, yeah, I was actually looking at Mario's Picross. Uh-huh. I think, yeah, I think if they don't... Add to that immediately. That'll happen within like the first year. Nice. Uh, Game and Watch Gallery. The nice. First, the first one. Game and Watch Gallery one. 
and then they'll like add the others over like the the following months. Cool. Uh, you know what? Um, Super Mario Land Two. I think they'll just do both at the same time. I think they will too. I nice. think I think that's yeah. I I think that's fair. Um, Avenging Spirit. Hmm. A game by Jalico. Okay. Uh, where you're like a little ghost and you like possess Aww. different characters in the game. Um, it it was uh it showed up on the Game Boy Virtual Console like close to the okay uh, close to the service's launch, and I think Jalico still like kind of provides like like games to the Nintendo Switch Online service. So okay. I think that'd be kind of kind of an easy deal. Cool. All right. Or- what's your last one? My last one is Metroid 2 Return of Samus. I was looking at that one. Nice. Yeah. Okay, cool. My last one is Molemania. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's uh that is a Shigeru Miyamoto joint, I uh-huh. believe. Uh he produced it anyway. He didn't direct, but he produced. Sure. Uh and like, yeah, it's it's got a it's got a cool gimmick where like it's kind of a puzzle action game mm-hmm. where you're a mole and like you you like have to deal with like enemies and stuff above ground but you can dig right. underneath the ground and kind yes. of tunnel around now and, i'm rem- remembering this yeah. yes i always was super sad that that game never got like a <laughs> ds revival or remake uh-huh right? of course yeah you have two screens yeah right i felt like a no-brainer but sadly it was a brainer yeah uh okay cool yeah i I think i think that'd be a good launch lineup and and a fairly plausible one cool i could also see uh i could also see wario land one being on there also just like the just the first three mario land games (laughs) also have some mario represents have some wario representation there right Mm -hmm. um and maybe like the double dragon game boy game sure and uh and like some of the boring sports ones like baseball and tennis and stuff. <laughs> there there's some are there some Castlevania games on the on the current Yeah. yeah. Uh oh, on the oh, on the current ones? On the current ones. I don't remember. Yeah, like is I is, think, Cas- is Castlevania 4 on the Super Nintendo? I was going to say I think Castlevania 4 might be on the Super Nintendo. Okay, if it is on Castlevania the Adventure could be on the Game Boy one. Yeah, I had yeah. that as as a lad and enjoyed oh, it. Oh, a little yes. lad. <laughs> That, that was me. Oh, little laddie boy. Baby Castlevania boy. Oh, uh, Game Watch Gallery 2 and forward are like Game Boy Color games. So oh, like maybe, okay. Maybe they'd hold off on those. Sure. But, uh, but yeah. All right. All right. All right. So other additional support for existing games and services. Do we think that anything interesting will happen to Animal Crossing? Nah, <laughs> I've lost the faith. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If, if they surprise me, great. But, you know, I played that for longer than anyone else I know. And yeah. they added, you know, like, I mean, they added some new stuff, but, you know, kind of toward the beginning and then not for a while after that. I yeah. Just, I don't know. Like... I feel like someone from that team said, you know, in the past month or so, like, hey, we've got more stuff planned for Animal Crossing, but I don't think it's going to be anything substantial. Yeah. I think it's going to be fair. like, hey, we added, you know, Ketchup Day, the holiday <laughs> from Switzerland. <laughs> you could buy ketchup, ketchup packets. Is is Ketchup Day actually a, a holiday no, in Switzerland? No, he does, as far as I know. <laughs> they, they could surprise me. 
Surprise! We made a fucking holiday, Sean. Just for you. I, I the do, Swiss government. I do think Let's that, give like, me the keys to Switzerland. I do think that a combination of things happened. Yeah. One is that, like, they had some plans mm-hmm. for additional Animal Crossing content. Uh, they were slightly more ambitious than what we got, but not a lot more. Yeah. Uh, and A, they weren't able to do everything they wanted. Sure. Uh, because COVID, mm-hmm. right? COVID kind of gunked up the works there. Like, it's been gunking up the works and everything. Yeah. Uh, and B, I don't think they'd even planned that much in the first place because they had no way of anticipating <laughs> yeah. how huge Animal Crossing would get for the span of exactly, like, three or four months. Yeah, no, that's that was that was my feeling, is that basically, like... By the time they were like, oh, we should, you know, do something else, to like an expansion pack to make more money, yeah. the fever had passed. Exactly. Like, the ship has sailed now, which, yeah. is, which is a shame. It is. I would love more content for that game. I'd love to play it more. Although, you know what? Animal Crossing New Leaf came out for the 3DS. Mm-hmm. Like, it got, like, nothing yeah. for, like, three years. <laughs> and then they did the Welcome Amiibo expansion that added True. a bunch of cool content for sure. it. Including the ability to like stick a fucking Wolf Link amiibo onto the <laughs> 3DS and have Wolf Link show up as a villager. That is pretty great. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, also like the return of having the ability to play video games within Animal Crossing. Right. Like you could, uh, you could buy a Wii U in the Animal Crossing <laughs> Village and then like put it in your house and then play. Of an Animal Crossing mini game, true, yeah, uh, which which I loved. I I love when Animal Crossing does that. Same. So I I could actually see them like like two years like after the fact, like you know, <laughs> like a like a full year after anyone wants it, right? They they come out with a full fledged Animal Crossing expansion, and it it revives it revives the game a bit. Yeah, yeah. Shit, I I would play it. Yeah, I'd, I'd go back. Yeah, me too. I go back, pull up all my fucking weeds, and then, <laughs> and then check out the new content for a week. Uh-huh. What see I if, really see if KK Slider has any new songs. Oh, true. What I really want is just like to be able to make a second island without erasing my first island. Huh. Just for Tom Nook to be like, "Hey, how about our ultra super special deluxe island package? We can have a second island, and then just be able to do whatever I want with that." Yeah, I don't think that'll happen. But I want it, <laughs> Daniel. Ah, <laughs> fine. You're you're right. Dash my desperate hopes on the hard rocks of reality. Anyway, yeah. I don't think if there is an Animal Crossing announcement, it won't be at this direct. Yeah. Uh Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Uh, and I don't know what the fuck's been happening with that game. Um yeah, they It they, came out seventeen years ago. Came out a little less than a year ago. <laughs> uh probably closer to half a year ago. Jesus. Tom, what is time? November. November uh Okay. Twenty twenty. So Yeah. So not not quite uh Yeah. Like, a year ago. Yeah. Like like nine or ten months. Yeah, uh, it would be having its baby right about now, if it had gotten so. It, uh, it announced like the the expansion content. Right, we got the first half of it mm-hmm. uh, around e three times, uh, and the second half of it is due out by the end of the year. So okay. I think they will go into more detail and give a release date for the for the second half of the Age of Calamity expansion content. Sure. Yeah. 
I I honestly haven't invested myself enough in that game to know what it would be. <laughs> right. So, uh, but I there will be more Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity stuff. Okay. New Pokemon Snap like added some surprise content uh, oh. a couple months ago. Actually, I was not paying attention to that. What was it? Uh, a like three new maps you can go to. Oh, nice. Uh, and a total of twenty new Pokemon to take pictures of. That's cool. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I could see them maybe being like, here's more of that shit. <laughs> sure. But I could also see them going like, that's the only new yeah. Pokemon Snap content you'll ever get. Because uh, in some ways it felt kind of like, we didn't have time to add this to the base game. Uh-huh. Right? So I think there'll be that. Uh, more more free content for Mario Golf Super Rush. Okay. So last time they added Toadette, and I think they also added New Donk City as a stage. Nice. Um, They at least teased it. Uh. Yes, the the new Donk City got added to the game alongside Toadette last time. Nice. Uh, so what do you what do you think they could add this time alongside what character? Mm, let's say that they add. Well, I don't know what characters are in it now. Um, or stages, which is <laughs> <laughs> a problem. That I guess that's fair. One one sec. Yeah, let me. The current characters available are Mario as a speed type, Luigi as a speed type, Wario as an all-around type, Waluigi as an all-around type, mm-hmm. uh, Peach as a control type, Daisy as a speed type, Yoshi as a speed type, Bowser as a power type, Bowser Jr. as a spin type, Boo as a spin type, Donkey Kong as a power type, Rosalina as an all-around type, Pauline as a control type, Toad as a control type, Charge and Chuck from Super Mario World as a power type, and King bob from Mario 64 as a power type, and Toadette as a control type was added in the 2.0 update. Nice. Uh, the courses... There are eight courses. The Rookie Course, Bonnie Greens, Ridge Rock Lake, Balmy Dunes, Wild Weather Woods, the Bowser Highlands... <laughs> And uh, two different versions of New Donk City. Oh. Uh, an amateur and a pro version. Oh, I see. They call it a redonkulous course <laughs> featuring all par three holes and two layouts, amateur and pro. That's pretty good. And there's also a battle course called Super Golf Stadium. Okay. So here's what I think. Okay. I think the new stage will be DK's Jungle. Oh. And the new character will be Diddy Kong. Ooh, Okay. Um, I think the new stage will be Delfino Isle. Oh, nice. And PD Piranha as a power character. Oh, interesting. Okay. the new edition. I like that. Yeah. I like that better than mine, even though I love Diddy Kong and DK's Jungle. Yeah, I, I do love Diddy. I didn't think of, like, theming them. Toadette really has nothing to do with New Donk City, so I think... Yeah, maybe... and they and then also the other stages are like, oh, a desert. Like, there's... <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, like the... There's most of the stage, most of the courses don't really have much to do mm-hmm. with like Mario lore. You know, they they just kind of it's like, yeah, oh, yes, here's here's vaguely Mario Wii golf courses, yeah. man, like, and New Donk City. People were all about Mario lore, and then Shigeru Miyamoto was like, what if Mario games didn't have lore? What if instead no one had names? <laughs> And now we have the balmy dunes instead of the dry, dry desert. I you bastard. I mean, back in the day, 
Back in the day, Dry Dry Desert was just as unremarkable as Balmy Dunes would have been. It had a two-minute with Tutan Koopa inside. But nobody remembers that anymore now that Shigeru Miyamoto <laughs> has erased our memories. Anyway. It's like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, but it's one dick. Anyway. Yeah. So that's what I think about Mario Golf. So the last thing is Pokemon Unite. Yeah. Uh, sidebar, uh, a week or so ago, uh, there was a Pokemon Direct. Yeah. And uh, and it, it, showca- it showcased some stuff. It talked about all the free-to-play Pokemon stuff that's happening right now. It, it talked about updates for Pokemon Masters and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, th- that... Direct already mentioned some upcoming Pokemon Unite updates. Right. Um, Blissey was recently added to the game as a support character, whom I have yet to try. Same. And uh, and they announced in that Pokemon Direct, the Pokemon Presents, right, that uh, that Mamo Swine and another cool Pokemon mm-hmm. would get added to the game soon. Right. And I think they announced the official release date for the mobile version, like September twenty fourth uh, yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, I think like September twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've wanted to dive back into that game lately. Uh, I was playing it really consistently for a while, and then I just abruptly stopped. Yeah, same. I was playing it every day, uh, and then I stopped playing it every day. And now, like, I want to like jump back into it sometimes, but also I feel like I won't get enough. Battle points to unlock that Cinderace <laughs> costume, and then I get discouraged, and then I continue uh, to not play it. Sure. Um, but I do want to try out Chansey, see what Chansey's deal is. Yeah. The other uh, the other one that was announced is Sylveon. Right. Yeah, Mamoswine and Sylveon were announced. Yeah. While looking this up, I found out that, uh, in addition to these Pokemon, Blastoise was in the beta so we've yeah. known about blastoise for a while apparently mm-hmm. uh while i was looking this up i found out that apparently greedent from pokemon sword and shield has also been data mined oh okay uh, i'm not will, familiar with that pokemon uh greedent is a big chunky squirrel oh uh is a normal type and apparently he'll be a defender in okay. the, uh in pokemon unite when he's added nice um, he'll have moves like Stuff Cheeks and Belly Drum. Ooh, oh. belly, belly Drum will be a cool move for Pokemon Unite Pokemon now. Yeah, that's cool. It's neat to see kind of like, yeah, Ingredient was basically like the, you know, like the, the, the Gen 8, like Rodent, like the, okay, like, sure. you know, like the, the sort of the, Rattata of yeah, that gen. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, or the, or the, or the, radic- the, the Radicate more oh, okay. accurately, because Greedon is the evolved form I see. of uh, of whatever Greedon evolved from. Right, Greedon evolved from Squavit. Ah, uh, I see. A uh, little squirrel Pokemon with like big, like, like big uh, fucking, you know, cheeks. I see. No, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I was uh, like, oh, I just had some, I just had some acorns. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know. What you guys can't see is that Daniel is, like, miming, like, as though he had big, chubby squirrel cheeks every time he makes that noise. <laughs> so just picture that. Well, he didn't do it that time. I didn't, no. no. <laughs> but use your imagination anyway. Yeah, you could pretend he did. That you have that power as a listener. I have to be here. 
and watch him do this. <laughs> There's such sadness. You, in, in you, saying... you can pretend that this is whatever you want it to be. You can even stop it if you want. And... Anyway, do you think there will be any Pokemon Unite uh, announcements during this direct? No, no, because we're just we just got yeah some. we we just got some, and also I think that like some sometimes directs have Pokemon related un- announcements, but mm-hmm. I think they'll I think we'll kind of separate it for now at sure. least. And yeah, one thing that's been interesting about this past year is Nintendo's released a nice like a nice amount of games, mm-hmm. but a lot of them have been games that like it feels unrealistic to expect additional content for. <laughs> yeah. Like Pokemon Skyward so uh, Pokemon <laughs> Oh god, my brain is like a big sloshy mess today. Uh like Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Yeah. Uh HD like that's yeah, like mm-hmm. you know, there's no DLC coming for that. <laughs> right. Um and also, although I mean, if, if Nintendo, you made a DLC pack for that called Legend of Zelda: Skyward Sword: The Groose is Loose, where you just played as Groose uh, for you know twenty hours, I would uh, buy that. I'd buy the whole game. I can't say that that would not be phenomenal. <laughs> I could say that that would not be likely. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, in Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, right? I don't expect more content for that. Sure. Uh, Bravely Default 2, I don't expect DLC for that. Nah. The the Famicom Detective Club remakes, I think those are pretty standalone. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, usually we have like, oh yeah, like Nintendo released a lot of stuff over over the past half year, and here's all the things that right. we can expect as like additional content for it down the line. But Nintendo released a lot of standalone stuff that probably will not get expansions this year. Yeah. So far. Right. Uh, which means... That we can already kind of move along to confirmed upcoming releases. Okay. Stuff we know that is coming out. Stuff that Nintendo has announced uh, both in the near and eventual future. Okay. So the closest thing that's coming out uh, that has not yet is WarioWare Get It Together. Yes. Coming out September 10th. Now you have the demo for this and you've played it. I have the demo for this and I've played it. What do you think? Uh, I, you know... So I've had concerns uh, yeah. about WarioWare Get It Together as I've like seen trailers for it. I saw it announced. Mm-hmm. I love WarioWare. It's one of my favorite franchises of all time. That's true. And the gimmick for this one, each WarioWare game has a gimmick. And the right. gimmick for this one is that Wario and his friends have been sucked into the game this time. And you, like, uh, for each mini game, you control little chibi versions of Wario and his friends. Right. They all have different sets of controls and they can all interact with the mini games in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, the micro games, as as you will, uh, <laughs> I, I will. Uh, and this is a cute gimmick, but uh, but one thing that concerns me is that uh, one of the appeal, one of the appeals of WarioWare is the vast variety of different kinds of micro games. Sure, the different the all the different kinds that they that they cram into. A single game usually mm-hmm. i'm worried about the potential variety for this because every mini game every micro game that they put into where we get it together will have to feasibly be beaten like it needs to be able to be beaten by every playable character in that sure. game so any one micro game has to account for 12 different control schemes right being able to beat that micro game and i feel that will that will 
I'm worried that that will stifle the potential variety of mini games, and okay. that they'll all start feeling kind of homogenous because, like, because you can't make really creative micro games that can only be beat in one way. Mm-hmm. That said, I played the demo in co-op with my fiance Lee, mm-hmm. and we both had a fucking blast. Nice. It was it was super cute. It was super fun, and you know there was kind of an appeal to. Like playing, th- like selecting different characters on each playthrough, uh-huh. and getting to see the different ways you can beat each micro game. Cool. Uh, at least like only getting to like sample like twelve of the game's <laughs> two hundred plus micro games, sure, and kind of replay them over and over with different characters. Uh, like in in that vacuum, I actually enjoyed the demo very much. It, it does have me a little more excited for the game. Good. I do think. The more micro games were subjected to, mm-hmm. like in the full version, the more my worry could become reality. Okay, but uh, but I loved the demo. Good, and I am getting the full game. Oh, of course, on day one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gotta support WarioWare. Gotta, <laughs> because if I don't, I'll never see another one again. <laughs> and I've wanted a new one for so long. Yeah. One thing that did bum me out about the demo is that like it like announced like several like features that will be in the full game Mm -hmm. um which you know i think normally is fine for a demo to do sure uh warioware is like is very particular in that like you boot up a warioware game and there's nothing but a single level right right? and then you unlock everything and everything you experience in warioware from like the beginning to the end is a surprise right and that's that's i think that's one of the things i love about Warrior. it's just like a it's just like a fucking like it's a mystery bag of fucking weird shit, and you sure. never know what you're gonna get until you've experienced all of it. Uh, and the demo's like, oh yeah, here's here's ex- we're explicitly telling you some of the full games uh-huh. you'll unlock, right? And it's like, mm, uh, <laughs> like you, it's it's within your rights to do that, Nintendo. Like that's that's fair. Sure, this this is a different era of video games, but it pisses off me, Daniel T. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't piss me off. It just made me a little sad. I'm like, ah, sure. oh, there's. There's there's some of the surprises gone, but the the stuff you announced the 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 full games you mentioned are cool. Nice. But for someone like me that wants all Warrior things to be a complete surprise, I won't mention them here. Okay. But I it makes me look forward to the game. Nice. Yeah. WarioWare get it together getting that demo like a week ago, mm-hmm. just out of the blue for no reason, uh, is the reason I think that the direct will drop after September tenth. Okay. Right, because sure. I think if it dro- would have dropped before September 10th, uh-huh. the demo would have come as a shadow drop in that direct. Okay, so I think this direct will come out after WarioWare Get It Together has already released. Okay, they might remind us that it's out. But sure, yeah, yeah. Like at the end of the direct, they'll be like, "And look at all these games that are already out," and they'll do like a musical montage. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that? Worry we're getting together will like have additional content uh, like no. post release content announced. I I don't think so. I would love it if it did. Yeah. But I just don't think that they're anticipating that it's going to make a lot of money in the first place. I, I agree with that. And also intelligent systems just like has their fingers in a lot of different pots <laughs> at any yeah. given time. And uh I think basically like the more time they spend on WarioWare, the less time they can spend on the next Fire Emblem game. Yeah, and I yeah. think Nintendo will be like, "Stop that! <laughs> Stop! Get, right. get, get back to Fire Emblem! Yeah, keep making Fire Emblem games and Paper Mario games that nobody cares about. <laughs> keep doing it." 
I've 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 heard that the Origami King's like decent. Yeah, same. I yeah. have heard that. I I actually I also heard that Color Splash was not bad. I uh, yes. Uh, Origami King seems to be a bit more of a return to form. Like Color Color Splash is like this is not what you want out of Paper Mario, <laughs> right? But it's, but it's cool for what it is. Yeah. And Origami King was like. This gives you like a little taste of what you miss. It's not enough. It's not enough. Right, but yeah. like you get a little nibble. Sure. Yeah. I need a little nibble. Just jump down and ah! have a little Mario. No, it's a, a me. Little Bowser Jr. It's a me. He's, he's there. He's your friend. It's a me. Uh, you got a bomb Mario. He calls himself Bob. And Luigi. Because enemies still can't have their own names in Paper Mario games. Fuck Shigeru. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love that man. He's brought a lot of joy to my life, but stop messing with things. (laughs) Just do, just like hang out in your garden and come up with cool shit like Pikmin. Don't go in and be like, yeah, you can't love Paper Mario anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that to my dreams. Uh... What um, really sucks about that, too, is that, like, when Shigeru Miyamoto dies, they will still follow those instructions, you know? It'll be like, well, this this was an order from, you know, our, our, our dear leader, You know what really, su- you know what really sucks is that when Shigeru Miyamoto <laughs> dies... Everyone dies, Daniel. <laughs> it's bound to happen eventually. Every day that goes by is a day that Shigeru Miyamoto is a little bit older... One day he'll pass on, and on that day, they will not say, well, now we can make Paper Mario games that people like. They will not do that. They'll I, continue. I, I love I love just, like, picturing you, like, <laughs> like just, like, at Stan Lee's funeral, just, like, standing, like, at, like, the podium at the church, and just, like, hunched over the microphone, being like, you know what sucks about what this means for Marvel? <laughs> You know what sucks about that? It's very abstract right now, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> when Shigeru Miyamoto dies, he will rightfully be remembered as a you, gaming icon. You get invited. But to, you get invited to Shigeru's funeral. Yeah, like because that's wa- gonna fucking happen. You, you walk up to his wife, and you're like, <laughs> and, you're, and you're like, you know what sucks about Paper Mario right now? I'm sorry about your loss. I, I love the degree to which you've extrapolated this into me being like an Elon Musk level asshole. <laughs> it's evolved so far beyond its initial premise, just like Paper Mario, which sucks now. <laughs> you're 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 sitting like you're 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 at like a fucking Shigeru's eulogy and you're like this is a tragedy you know what else is a tragedy (laughs) (laughs) the state of the paper mario franchise anyway i don't he said three words bowser can't talk and he ruined that (laughs) franchise forever it's incredible and i will hold that grudge after he's dead I think he does talk in Origami King. Oh, that's good at least. I, I don't hold me to that. Intelligent Systems was just finally like, yeah, fuck this. We're, we're still calling Babam Babam, but Bowser's fucking talking. Anyway, I don't think WarioWare is getting more post-release <laughs> no, no, neither do I. Yeah. And I don't think Paper Mario games will ever be good again. Now, what's the next thing we're talking about? <laughs> 
I I think they at some point they will find a way to make Paper Mario enjoyable, but it will never be like Paper Mario Two again. Correct. Yeah. Uh, instead, we'll have to rely on indie games to kind of try yeah, to replicate that, like Bug Kingdom or whatever. Bug the fuck. Fables. Yeah, that's yeah. one. I I've downloaded that thanks to Game Pass. Oh. Yeah, it's on Game Pass, so I've downloaded it. Nice. And I'll I'll, I'll get to it. Yeah, I have a lot of Game Pass games that haven't been opened up yet. Yeah, uh, I that I is just, how you live your life. I just started Dodgeball Academia, right? Uh, and like, and other games keep pulling me away from that. It's a vicious uh-huh. cycle. Games keep coming out. Twelve Minutes just came out. Psychonauts is coming out uh-huh. by the end of this week. Psychonauts two. Yeah, uh, you can play that if you want. Uh, <laughs> I I you. Early reviews for it have been insanely good. Yes. And, and you know, I've been saying this for a while. Psychonauts 1 mm-hmm. was, you know, a very cool game on paper. Uh, conceptually, it was really great. Uh, the world building was fun. The characters were fun. The writing was, was fun. Uh, on a technical <laughs> and actual gameplay <laughs> standpoint, that game was not good or fun. Yeah. But that was made when Double Fine literally started existing as a company. Mm-hmm. They have had... A, two decades of experience under their belt since then and obviously like like they've been bought by microsoft since then and i've told you at least off mic i don't know if i've ever said it on the mm-hmm. podcast but i do believe that psychonauts 2 has the potential to have the polish yes that psychonauts 1 deserved no i agree i mean i think psychonauts 2 probably is quite a good game but my experience watching you play Psychonauts 1 has permanently poisoned the well for me. <laughs> like, when I see footage of Psychonauts 2, it almost makes me car sick. Like, it's, it's like a visceral uh, reaction deep in my soul. I will never be able to enjoy that game. And I, the man who actually played that game to completion, yeah. am, uh, have have come to a point where I think I'm ready to forgive the first game. Good for you. <laughs> You didn't even have the controller in your hands. Yeah, I still don't want to play it. I didn't play the first you didn't game. Have I to don't experience... want to play the second game. You didn't have to experience the the final level of that game by actually playing it. Watching you play it was enough. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'm I I am I am interested in Psychonauts too, and I'll get to play it on Game Pass. All right, you know, I'll watch you play it and occasionally go, oh. <laughs> Sounds great, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> really enhancing my experience. Yeah, it's I'm adding an extra layer of audio. <laughs> <laughs> like, you make a little remix, like, you know, rather than be going like, eh, 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 and you'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> then I right? can put it on TikTok. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd, that'd be a, a hot new talk oh, yeah. for the masses. FYP, that's for you, Paige. It's where you get things that are for you. Hey Zoomers, we're cool adults. We know what <laughs> we're on the TikToks. <laughs> anyway, the next game coming out is Metroid Dread in October eighth. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Yeah, uh, and i th- I think they'll I think they'll show more of the game. Sure, they'll showcase it. I forget whether or not they've officially announced what the amiibo will do. Hmm. I think they have. Okay, I-, I think they did actually during like uh during a treehouse thing. Sure. Um. But uh, but yeah, they'll, they'll they'll do a Metroid Dread something. Yeah, yeah, that it, makes sense. It, yeah, it will clearly be something that they show they they announced another feature of or, or something. Sure. Yeah, 
and uh and that'll be worth looking forward to agreed uh the same day metroid red comes out the nintendo switch oled will come out right that's I, crazy actually how soon that is it's that's pretty wild. soon it's pretty soon uh nintendo will not talk about it during the direct at all yeah that's the uh for those of us, for those of you just joining us, that's just not what Nintendo does. Yep. Like they announce their hardware separate from directs, and they don't really talk about them during directs. Yeah, um, like at least hardware revisions. Right. Obviously, I think if we got something that was actually like the Switch Pro, they talk about it more. Sure. Uh, obviously, if we got something that was more like the Switch Pro that we thought we'd get, they would actually talk about it more. Sure. But it's not. It's just kind of it adds some quality of life updates. To the hardware, mm-hmm. but ultimately some cool shit. Yeah, it, it, some some cool shit. Yeah, uh, but it's not like, yeah, it, it's not something that I I want to replace my current Switch with. Uh, no, same. Yeah, but if I didn't have a Switch until now, I would pick up the OLED. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's a superior choice. Yes. Uh, in October 29th, the Mario Party Superstars. Uh, so they'll they'll show more of that. They'll show more yeah, of that. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, they'll show more mini games. Maybe like a new online mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. That's also how you feel about that game. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You you haven't exactly been bullish on your your likelihood of enjoying it a lot. <laughs> uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl coming out November nineteenth. Right. Uh, I don't think they'll show too much of this because we saw it at the, at the direct. Yeah. And uh, and yeah, they there's some upgrades. There there's some cool new features. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go mining for some reason. Um, that that was in the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, they they brought that back. They they've added some some features to that. Okay. Uh, like biomes and stuff. That's actually kind of cool. Okay. Uh, and yeah, I. Um, I've 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 said some things about Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will get it, and I'll explain why a little later. Okay. But yeah, I uh my excitement for that will only in it will only become something I really want if if Nintendo does one thing and I guess they'd have to do it during this direct. Okay. Uh and that is confirm Battle Frontier. Sure. <laughs> if they say Battle Frontier is in Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, I will actually look forward to that game. Okay. And play through it. Like and be excited about playing through it so I can get to Battle Frontier for the first time <laughs> in like 15 years. Uh-huh. I I miss it. I miss it so much. I hope you get your wish. Yeah, I I don't think I will, honestly, okay. but I I think there's a slight possibility. Sure. Because the Battle Frontier would be post-game content. Right, which so, they don't do anymore. Uh I was going to say so Nintendo wouldn't announce that until near the end of their marketing for it. Mm, yeah, that's because if it they, at all. They do do post game content still. It's just not what it's just we bad. want. Yeah, it's just not what we want. It's bad. You say that it's bad. It's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not up to like it doesn't fill the hole in my heart that like those games post games filled up until like the end of Gen 4, basically. Yeah, and in the same way, if I eat a bad omelet, it doesn't fill my stomach in the same way that a good omelet does, because it's bad. <laughs> I throw it up. How many omelets have you thrown up? I I don't know. <laughs> None. 
<laughs> None ever in my life, great, probably. Great analogy, But Sean. if I did eat a bad omelet, I'd throw it up. I just always eat excellent omelets because I'm a great cook. <laughs> unlike <laughs> the Pokemon Company or uh, Game Freak. Unlike Game Freak, who can't make good omelets. And by which I mean Wars Pokemon w- games anymore. Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Yes. Uh, coming out December 3rd. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think they'll show some more of this game and... Um, actually, uh, so, okay, I'll say this right now. Okay. I think the thing they're going to do for Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp at this Direct is give it a demo. Nice. They'll be like, demo available now, go play the demo. Oh, I will download that so fast. Yeah. I'll actually download it as fast as our bad internet allows me to. Right, it isn't that bad. It's, it's more inconsistent than slow. Uh, you know, every, uh, day that I've played Final Fantasy XIV lately, which has been many days, as you know, yeah. I have been kicked at least once from huh. that game, and in fact, this past Saturday, I was doing, like, uh, with my free company, which is, like, a guild, right. um, I was doing interviews where I was, like, bringing on new people, I had four interviews that day, and I was disconnected five times. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're, like... And, you, I, and that's me on the Ethernet. Baby. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, okay. Wow. So uh, I don't know what that's about. Yeah, because I, I, I haven't really had those problems on internet-related things that I've done. That's always true, though. You're always, you always have a great time on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. Hey guys, I'm Daniel, and I always have a great time on the internet. But no, like your internet connection is somehow always really smooth. And then I'll look to Lee and be like, "Does your internet suck?" And they'll be like, "Yeah, my internet sucks." <laughs> <laughs> so it boggles the mind. I I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that Advanced Wars One and Two Reboot Camp will get a demo. And I want to jump back. Do you think Metroid Dread will get a demo? Um, no, <laughs> no. Yeah, I think it's less likely at the yeah. very least. I think it's possible. Yeah, but less likely. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Is Arceus. This... I don't know. Uh, is this why you, you want to get Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl? This is why I want to get Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Nice. And I think I tweeted as much recently. You did. Uh, because uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus takes place in Sinnoh, but in the past. Right. It's, it's called something different than Sinnoh in the past. It's yeah. called the Hisui region or something. Right. And, uh, and they showed this off during the Pokemon Presents also. Uh great showcase i think yes it was a oh have, have, have you have you watched it by now have you i have yeah oh, i watched nice. the whole thing okay cool um yeah i th- game like you know there is that game freak doesn't know how to make console games jank to it a little yes. bit right yeah there was definitely like i i always get a little wary when i'm watching like the footage that the company has put together of the game and there's like stuttering you know yeah. it's like oh that's the best you could do right yeah because you're probably not even capturing that on a switch it's on like a computer and that's the best you could do <laughs> uh but having said that i was very impressed with what i saw from yeah Legends Arceus. no i really I think dig it, looks it really cool i did see i did see someone tweet i think maybe it was game grumps or something i did see someone tweet it's like it was really great to see Game Freak confidently show off a reel of footage that looked like a PS3 launch game, <laughs> uh, which I think is a little harsh, but also kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, beyond that, I um, yeah, I I really liked what I saw of it. Same. Uh, the there's 
like uh like they announced the they announced the regional forms yeah and uh and new evolutions for certain pokemon stantler's got an evolution now uh basculin which which i called the most boring pokemon <laughs> at one point in my mm-hmm. life has a has a new evolution called basculegion great which of which evolves by uh b- by like devouring the spirits of other dead <laughs> right, right, yes. or something <laughs> and the and the like the presenter just like announced that really casually uh-huh. like she's just like yeah basculin evolved by <laughs> by devouring the souls of his fallen brethren <laughs> uh and uh and they showed off uh hiswian growlith right which, which was very cool uh, the one of the cutest things i've seen in my life great yeah. great new design uh but the thing that I really love is that uh, they showed off a few of the NPCs in the game, and all of the NPCs uh, are clearly the ancestors <laughs> of key Sinnoh characters. Uh-huh. There's the uh, there's the head of the Galactic Core. This this real this real badass bitch mm-hmm. that uh, that looks looks like. Uh, the the head of Team Galactic from Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. That's cool. Uh, there's this dude who kind of resembles uh, Professor Rowan. Uh huh. And I know that the game will be filled with great grandmas and grandpas <laughs> of Diamond and Pearl characters. Nice. So I want to play through Diamond and Pearl to refresh my memory on the cast of that game, of course, uh, and have that context for when I play. Uh, for when I play uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, that, that I can just like point at <laughs> point at that random like ramen shop owner mm-hmm. in in Hisui and be like, "That's Rourke's great great grandma," <laughs> you know, just yeah, yeah. No, um, that's um, I I I can see the appeal. Yeah, I'm fucking pumped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like. Pokemon Legends Arceus is so cool that it's going to get me to buy another game <laughs> that I'm much less excited for. Sure. I'm sure I'll have an okay time with Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Yeah, you always I, uh, have an okay time with Pokemon. I do always have an okay time with Pokemon. Some sometimes sometimes not quite an amazing time anymore, but it's still it's still like it still rejuvenates me. In I a get way, you. You know, it, yeah, it tickles your soul. Yeah, it, it it's it's like a warm hug every time I go back to it. Yeah, yeah, but there's slightly more distance in the hug now. Yeah, it's it's like uh, it's, it's like, like a, it's like the hug that your ex gives you, and then you realize like, oh, they really are over me now. It's, There's no affection left. I'm gonna go with a less depressing. <laughs> it's like I'm hugging a teddy bear, but it's kind of starting to like fall apart at the seams. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Any more Pokemon thoughts? Uh, I love Stunfisk. <laughs> Great Pokemon. Yeah. You're... I really felt that uh, that that Arrested Development meme. That, that <laughs> not sure like, what I expected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> the bag, I'm like, oh, not sure what I expected. What's next? Uh, what's next is uh, we're in 2022 now with confirmed titles, right? Uh, right. We are. We right now are in 2021. <laughs> That's correct, Sean. <laughs> but you know, yeah. Uh, uh, conversationally, we're in 2022. Yes. Yeah. Pokemon Legends Arceus comes out January 8th, uh, January 28th, 2022. Right. Uh, there's a few more titles that are just 2022. Right. Right now, uh, one of them is Splatoon 3. Yes. And I think uh, 
I think they're going to show Splatoon 3 again. Okay. And I I think we're going to see some just some really cool Splatoon 3 shit. Sure. And I think they will at least give us uh an like more of a release window. Okay. I think they will either say spring 2022. Mhm. Or they will give us a release date that's in March. Okay, nice. And it will basically be like their their big end of fiscal year game. I would love that. Yeah. Well, I say I would love that. I've never owned a Splatoon game. <laughs> uh, it's like it's my favorite Nintendo franchise that I've where I've never bought a game in it before. I just love those funky little squids. Yeah, I know for a fact that Lee will be getting it. Nice. Two, two is one of their favorite games. Nice. Uh, so therefore, I will be getting three. So you should get it with us. We're yeah, no, I know. I would. Together. I would really like to finally dip my toe into you know yeah. the ink and get Splatoon three. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I also. So yeah, I think they'll announce release date for Splatoon three. Mm-hmm. Show off some gameplay. Right. Um, I mentioned before that I think maybe like Splatoon three will get some kind of like, uh some kind of weird nintendo version of a battle royale mode right i still i think that's still possible but i wonder if that'll be like a post-release thing sure uh but i also think here's a specific splatoon 3 prediction all right i think they will announce the new duo of like pop stars Oh yes they'll announce they'll announce who the pearl and marina of this game will be nice who the callie and marie will be right for splatoon 3 i think they'll announce them and uh the the internet will go nuts one way or another or several ways yeah or several ways at once yeah yeah one of those ways might be horny i was just gonna say (laughs) one of them will make me wish i was dead (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i'm i'm really i'm really pumped to find out more splatoon stuff specifically me too project triangle strategy yes do you think Project Triangle strategy will be at this direct. No. Yeah, same. <laughs> I I think I think Project Triangle strategy is like a summer 2022 game at the earliest. Yeah, yeah, they're in there, they're working on it. Yeah, yeah. I I think they'll show more stuff like in an early 2022 direct. Right. But uh, they will not be present this time. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel, uh, was confirmed to be a 2022 game, or at least. They're aiming for a 2022 release date. Right. Um, I want to say that they're not really going to bust out uh, the media floodgates. Yeah, no, it's uh, the same, same. Yeah, I, I think I think Breath of the Wild sequel will have little to no presence during this specific Direct. Sure. I think, I, I think really this Direct will be a bit more chill than E3's Direct in general. Okay. Um, like some updates on stuff, but I, I do think there'll be some big announcements. Cool. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think at the very least that, uh, Breath of, Breath of the Wild 2 will not be present. Okay. <clears throat> and finally, we have our, our, our long absences, our, our three <laughs> games that we know exist, but, uh, we haven't seen shit from them in a long time. Mm-hmm. The first is Detective Pikachu 2, which I'm not sure exists anymore. Uh, I think it'll be there. Really? I think that it'll be, like, the one more thing. I think that it will surprise everybody. Oh. I have no evidence in support of this theory. I just have a gut feeling. That's really interesting. If... If they... 
were ready to show this within the next two months, why was it not at the Pokemon Presents? Uh, because they weren't quite ready to show it. <laughs> but now they're really ready to show Is it. Is that something that just didn't occur to you until now? Or uh, Of course. <laughs> How the fuck do you think I operate? You've been hosting this podcast with me since the, the before times. Look, I was before just trying to get... recorded history. I'm... I was just trying to give you some benefit of the doubt. Don't. <laughs> no benefit, only doubt. Yeah, but you get it. so sad when I'm only doubt. I'm standing by it. I think Detective Pikachu 2 will be there. I One more thing. Detective Pikachu 2. Wow. It's coming out. I think this is one of your boldest predictions yet. Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's a 0% chance. Sure. The the chances of Detective Pikachu two are low, but never zero. All right, well, you know when when it's there, it'll <laughs> really blow your mind, man. If it's if it's there, it will certainly blow my mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Bayonetta three. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I. I nah. think I think the Platinum Games is still working on it. Yes. I think they're working on it very slowly because they always have five different projects in the work <laughs> yeah. at once, and uh, I think it'll pr- like I think there's a chance it's a 2022 game. Sure, uh, but I think it's more likely that it's a 2023 or 2024 game. Okay, and we'll see it in 2022 at some point. Yeah, I can see that. But maybe I will move that goalpost again in 2022 because Bayonetta <laughs> three perpetually feels like it will never happen. Yeah. Uh, that it will happen someday, but never soon. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I gotcha. Finally, Metroid Prime 4. I think that uh, we'll see Metroid Prime 4 within the next year. But But not here. But not here. They're not going to show us Metroid Prime stuff until Metroid Dread is out. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what I think. Cool. Uh, Yeah, any, any, any other thoughts about confirmed upcoming releases? I want triangle strategy. Yeah. I just want it. I it'll be it's cool. So me. It is. It's yeah. it's one of the most you games that have that has been announced in like the past decade. I'm ready, man. I also want uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, but I will not play Diamond and Pearl first. That that's that's also very you. Yeah. That's fair. I'll just let you I'll play it and you can be like, Oh, that's uh Rinky Dinky's Graham. <laughs> <laughs> as far as i know yeah. there will be no one named rinky dinky in brilliant diamond and shining pearl well maybe they'll add that instead of battle frontier you know <laughs> that feels more likely than battle frontier it's just somebody in a clefairy costume going like, hello i'm rinky dinky here's a free clefairy and they add that instead of battle frontier yeah, he actually says, "Hello, I'm Rinky Dinky. Here's a freak, freak the fairy. I'm here instead of Battle Frontier. They use the exact same amount <laughs> of resources that they would have spent on Battle Frontier. Yeah. on Rinky Dinky. Rinky Dinky is the highest budget single character in that game. He's like a fifty thousand polygon character." <laughs> Ricky Dinky is the best fucking looking Pokemon <laughs> character you've ever seen in your life. When you go to talk to him, instead of it just being a text box, it's a fully animated cutscene. <laughs> With voice acting. Yeah, and Rinky Dinky is voiced by uh, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Hi, I'm Rinky Dinky. No, he's still, it's still just Bruce Willis. So <laughs> you're like, going, Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Like, 
they got Bruce Willis <laughs> and they completely ignored right. his like his forte. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know exactly. And he goes in for it for yeah. whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Nintendo doesn't even pay their voice actors that well. <laughs> but they pay him exactly as much money as it would have cost <laughs> for the big <laughs> battle frontier. For the battle frontier, yeah. Uh I love that it's it's not even a cost saving measure. <laughs> They're just <laughs> like like thumbing their noses at classic Diamond and Pearl fans. That's yeah. all that it is. Yeah. To be fair, the Battle Frontier wasn't in Diamond and Pearl. It was in Platinum. Oh, I see. And it was amazing. It was, it was a great part of Platinum. <laughs> well, you know, maybe after Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, they'll do Perfect Platinum. I'll put the Battle Frontier in that. Uh no. No, they'll absolutely <laughs> not do that. Uh yeah. Like uh however, there have been remakes of games that did not have Battle Frontier, they got Battle Frontier put into them. I see. Specifically Heart Gold and Soul Silver. Oh nice. So they, they could they could put Battle Frontier right. in, in Brilliant Diamond and Shine and Pearl if they want. We'll see. We'll see. Alright. Uh, now that we've talked about all those games, we can talk about potential new announcements. Actually, I'm going to jump back a sec. Okay. Because one of the games that I left off of additional support for existing games and services yeah. is Game Builder Garage. Oh, right. And, and thinking about it more, it just occurred to me, you know what? Hmm. They could like add more tools to Game Builder Garage. Sure. And just let people know about it. <laughs> like maybe we'll be like, hey, here's a robust music creation tool. I'd love that. Obviously, yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I, I think I think they'll usually they like to separate mm -hmm. their uh, their kind of their kind of weird sure. experimental stuff, right? Like uh, Nintendo Labo was always absent from traditional directs. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think a Game Builder Garage did make an appearance during the E3 direct. Okay, I think maybe. All right. uh, and B, uh, Ring Fit Adventure updates have been mentioned during traditional directs. Okay. So yeah, so I think maybe they'll they'll mention some Game Builder Garage stuff. Cool. Yeah, we have a little update on that shit. All right. Okay. Now, now let's talk about potential new announcements. Sure. As always, we start with ports and remasters. Yep. So Xenoblade Chronicles X will not be there. Correct. Uh, Star Fox Zero, I think has a, like a little baby chance, but mm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not I'm, banking. I'm yeah, not banking I wouldn't on it. bet on it. Fire Emblem: Path of Radiance and or Radiant Dawn remasters. Uh, yes. Oh, yes. All right. Uh, you know there there have been some like some 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 potential leaks about that, right? Sure. Maybe the leaks aren't real, mm -hmm. but it feels. It feels like that should be the next Fire Emblem thing. I mean, that'd be great. I'd get it. I'd love that. Yeah. Um, I could see it just being Path of Radiance. Sure. Uh, but I'd love, like, a dual, like yeah. a dual pack. Yeah, I've always wanted to play Radiant Dawn, but I never had it. Yeah. So I would love that opportunity. Yeah, agreed. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and I, I think that would be, like, a good, like, uh, you know... It's like, yeah, April, April 2022, April okay. or March 2022, that's your, that's your Fire Emblem thing for now. Sometime next year we'll announce, like, the new mainline game. Sure. And then that will come out in 2023. It comes out in April, my birthday's in April. <laughs> April 30th is my birthday. 
What what an interesting irrelevant information, Sean. Yeah, I don't know why I said yeah, that. I, I don't know either. To be clear, this is directed completely at Daniel. If you're listening to this podcast, don't feel obligated to buy me birthday <laughs> gifts. Yeah, why why do you keep doing this on the podcast? I, I, because we're talking. <laughs> we're friends. We're talking. <laughs> just doing it with a microphone in my face stop inadvertently getting our fans to buy you birthday gifts nobody has i feel like it's happened at least no that's i know mr cool red luigi has bought me a gift i don't remember if it was a birthday gift or not i'm sorry mr cool red luigi (laughs) Uh, but also thank you i i think at least one other fan was like considered getting you a birthday gift out loud i don't know if it actually happened well don't do that guys only Daniel. Daniel, get me enough birthday gifts that all of our fans will feel like they have contributed to that. Anyway, there's also the Metroid Prime Trilogy Collection, True. which I, I think also won't get announced here. I think okay. they're going to try to focus on Dread for now. Sure. But once Dread is out, I think trilogy a trilogy announcement might be like coming in hot on the heels. Cool. Yeah. And that's all the ports and remasters I think Nintendo could bring out. For, okay. for for now, like we we predicted a lot of other ones last time, like uh, Kid Icarus Uprising DX, uh-huh. and not for now, <laughs> uh, Earthbound trilogy, right. not for now. Yeah, I think they could happen someday, but I don't see them happening at this direct at okay. the very least. Yeah, uh, small to mid scale announcements. All right. Um, I think I, I've mentioned this a couple directs in a row yeah. now uh but there is a japan exclusive nintendo published game made mm-hmm. by spike Chunsoft called buddy mission bond true uh that's kind of like a visual novel with kind of some cool stuff going on sure uh and i think i think nintendo was not talking about it and not localizing it right away to give famicom detective club some space okay uh, it has had the space. I think Buddy Mission Bond will get announced at this direct. Nice. And it will have like a January or February 2022 release date. Okay. It'll be kind of that like that small scale game that comes out in the first couple months of the year. Uh, because Nintendo never releases like big games during those first couple months of the mm-hmm. year. It'll be kind of that that little game. Uh, might even might might be a digital exclusive. I don't know. They might have so little faith in it that sure. it's digital exclusive. Yeah. But yeah, at the very least, I th- I think this will be like a cool small little title that they announced at this direct. Okay. Buddy Mission Bond. All right. Might have a completely different name. Uh, yeah. Beep Bop Buddy Boy. Could be the name. Small the mid-scale announcement. <laughs> uh, new mainline Kirby game. Yeah, I would love to mainline some Kirby directly into my veins, please. <laughs> I think... I think Kirby... Uh, Kirby deserves a new game. Yeah. Whether he, he gets one or not. He does. I wonder if it'll be more like an early 2022 announcement that comes out spring to summer 2022. Sure. Instead of... A late 2021 announcement that comes out winter to spring 2022. Okay. Um, but I do think that by this time next year, a new Kirby game will be out. Nice. I hope so. Yeah. I miss that little pink boy. I, I miss the little pink boy, too. Um, any other small to mid-scale announcements you think could happen? Uh, no. No? We're just gonna go with that. Uh, I do, I've mentioned Goodfeels Ninja Game mm-hmm. uh, a couple times. I, th- I think that actually, like, I took it off the list, but I think it could happen still. Alright, cool. Bigger announcements. So, 
at E3, there were some kind of exciting potential leaks floating around, mm-hmm. like uh, like a Donkey Kong game for the Mario Odyssey team. Uh, I think that exists. Okay. I think it does exist, but... But not here, not I, now? I don't think here and now. I think that's more of like... I think that'll be a next year announcement. Sure. I think it's not ready yet. Yeah. That and makes sense. like that that's something that would come out holiday twenty twenty two, you know? <laughs> yeah. So they're not gonna they're not gonna fucking bust that out right now. Sure. Um, but when they bust it out, I'm ready. But uh there's another interesting leak hmm. uh that happened recently, and that is that Monolith Soft uh is close to announcing xenoblade chronicles 3 sure uh yeah they mentioned that like they've like they were going in that they were going to announce it sooner they were going to release it this year but there are production issues makes Uh sense yeah and that uh it will kind of take place in the far future of xenoblade chronicles 2 setting right and uh and like it will feature some returning characters from that game okay yeah you know I don't have as much of an attachment to the universe of Chronicles 2 as I do to Chronicles 1. Well, I think it technically being the universe of Chronicles 2 uh, does not mean that Chronicles 1 characters will not show up. Okay. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, in a way, uh, the chroni- the Xenoblade Chronicles 2 universe yeah. is still part of the Xenoblade Chronicles multiverse. Okay, gotcha. Sure. Uh also, I think it's going to be so far future that it will it will be as similar to Chronicles 2 as Chronicles 2 was to Chronicles 1. <laughs> yeah. That's my guess. I think it'll still be a very different experience. Yeah. And one that, like, we'll have some Easter eggs here and there, but will largely be a game that you can enjoy the narrative in full without playing the previous two games. Sure. Just like you could enjoy Xenoblade 2 without playing Xenoblade 1. Okay. Cool. Um... I think it will be announced at this direct. All right. And it'll just have like a vague 2022 release date. Yeah. Uh, and, and like a brief teaser or something. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, it'll, yeah. There, there'll be like a trailer and they'll explain some things about the game. All right. Yeah. So they had like received pronunciation British accents in the first game and like northern British accents in the second game. Do you think they'll do Scottish this time? Uh, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a mix of British and American accents again. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. And I, I think maybe it'll be closer to Shulk English than than uh <laughs> than what's his face than the, Rex the than Rex yeah. English. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but they might throw in a Scottish character to sure. be spicy. What I imagined when you said it'll be a mix is just them going back and forth. Like I can't wait until I find the Monado. <laughs> Which doesn't exist in this universe. It's actually the Lozano. Big sword. So the next uh, thing <laughs> we're talking about. So the next thing we're talking about um, uh, is the thing we always talk about. Uh, yeah. A big third-party collaboration game using first-party IP. I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but the last time we predicted this mm-hmm. for the E3 Direct, we were right because uh, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot oh, Camp yeah. is being developed by WayForward, okay, a right. third-party company. Uh-huh. So I do think this could continue to be a thing, but, uh, but yeah, I don't really know what it could be. Yeah, I feel as though like 
at this point we've had to make up so many potential uh you know third party developers working on first party ips and they never happen right the, the well is just running dry for me yeah um uh toby fox makes a new earthbound there done we've guessed that before it's fucking easy daniel it was <laughs> we've, easy we've guessed that it was easy before. for me to guess that the first time <laughs> we've guessed not only we not not only have we guessed that before <laughs> But that's not going to happen this time anyway. Platinum Games makes a new Earthbound. (laughs) (laughs) Ness is just doing 300 hit combos. Like, knocking happy, happy cultists into the camera. Platinum Games is busy. They're working on Bandana 3, I mean, they wouldn't have to devote that much effort to making an Earthbound game. That could be a backburner-ass game. Babylon Fall is already their backburner ass game. <laughs> they don't need two. All right. No, I'm not doing it. I said I wasn't going to do it, and now I've done it twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really have anything right now either. Like they've, there's been a lot of good franchise representation. Yeah. Uh, on the Switch at this point, mm-hmm. like, uh, like it's a lot of obscure stuff that's missing at this point. Like, you know, and I could be like, oh, maybe this company will do a Golden Sun remake, but I don't think right. that's I don't think that's happening this year. Sure. Um I think Tekken Seven's done. Yeah. With, with season four. Yeah, okay. So maybe maybe this isn't something that gets announced this year. Mm-hmm. But maybe the Pokken team hmm. will make another game for Nintendo. Sure. Maybe not Pokken two. Yeah. But maybe like Maybe like a Soul Calibur esque three D Fire Emblem game. Ooh, yes. Yeah, like like a Fire Emblem versus like yeah, you know, like Soul Calibur ish fighter thing. I would love that. Yeah, I would play that. I would learn that, even though I didn't have the patience to learn Soul Calibur. <laughs> I would so learn that just to play as Lin and like chop people up with her manikati. Yeah, yeah, I'd do it. Yeah, bring it on. That's that. That's the thought. I I don't think that would get announced this time. Sure. Um, but I hope that that thing you just made up is real. <laughs> me too, man. <laughs> okay. Any other big announcement thoughts? Uh, not for first party stuff. I don't think. I think we covered it. Yeah. I like. Like I said, I think this will. I think obviously Nintendo has some big stuff like, like a Bruin. They got some big sure. stuff. A Bruin, but I do think that. Uh, this will be a bit more chill of a direct for them. And yeah. They'll, they'll be saving, like, big chunky announcements for, like, early next year and also E3 time next year. Yeah. yeah. It would be cool, though, if they did something that surprised and delighted me. Yeah. I would love that. If there was another, like, Metroid Dread thing or I was like, whoa, you know, I'd love that. Yeah. Have that experience. So, uh, no pressure, Nintendo, but nail it. I just had a third-party thought. Okay. Uh... Platinum Games or like Iron Galaxy or something uh-huh. doing like kind of a low budget but still cool Sin and Punishment 3. Game. <laughs> that could be really cool. Yeah. Platinum Games could make a bomb ass Sin and Punishment 3. Right? Yeah. They would do such a good job. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of wish they were doing that more than Bayonetta, more than I wish they would do Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Well, I mean, I have no attachment to Bayonetta, so that's also true for me. Yeah. Yeah, same. And and maybe like kind of a kind of like a sin and punishment like one and two like sure. like 
like you know remaster thing mm-hmm. to kind of ramp up to that. Yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. Yeah, I, it feels pretty unlikely. I think I think maybe my Fire Emblem Fighter game is more <laughs> likely, but yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Then let's do some third party predictions. This I think this will again. I think this will be kind of a chill direct. So I think there won't be a big amount of these. Um, first showcases of announced titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they'll show more Shin Megami Tensei Five. All ra- right, ramping up to the release of that in November. Sure. Um, uh, Temtem, the the Pokemon MMO thing, right? It's supposed to come out for all platforms this year. Hmm. Uh, so maybe they'll show that. Maybe they'll even shadow drop the full version of the game. Okay. Uh, I'm not super confident about that, but I'm throwing that out there. Sure. Um, and uh. So, Digimon Survive yeah. recently got delayed, like, very quietly delayed into 2022. Right. Um, there are worries that the uh, the game is being, like, heavily revamped. Hmm. Um, you know, because, like, before it was kind of shown as, like, oh, yeah, like, here's, like, kind of, like, this is a slightly gritty take on Digimon, sure. right? Like, this is kind of, like... Yeah, this is kind of like a like a, a darker take on uh-huh. Digimon, right? And I think maybe like some I've I've seen some people worried, and this made me worry too mm-hmm. that uh that like the Digimon team is backpedaling on that as like let's just make it like a fun little Digimon game for kids, right? okay? Um, which you know I would still play, of course, if it's still a turn based strategy game with Digimon in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll play that either way. But I really liked what I've seen of Digimon Survive. So if they change too much of that, like sure, that high concept, I will be a little bummed. Yeah, I get you. But I I would still get it. I, and really, I would take anything as an alternative to it being like straight up canceled. Yeah, yeah. which is another worry that's been brewing after. <laughs> the series' absence for all these years at this point. Yeah, I gotcha. God, please just fucking show Digimon survive at the fucking... Show some some sign of life. Yeah, yeah. Show, show me, please. And then say February 2022, and then just <laughs> give me a demo, and then I just fucking... And give me a pizza <laughs> while you're at it. Just give me all the things I want. Give me a soda. Give me ice cream. You don't like ice cream. I don't. Uh, give well, me... It's not that I don't like ice cream. It's that my teeth are too sensitive to eat ice cream for extended periods of time. Uh, give me a pie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So also new ports. Nothing comes to mind right away for indie ports that they could do. Sure. Right. Uh, UFO 50 is a thought, but I th- that game keeps not announcing things <laughs> and it makes me sad yeah uh i think square enix uh might uh might show off the final fantasy pixel remasters for the switch here okay and be like one through three are available now cool four through six will come after the mobile versions <laughs> right i think they might wait until next year actually to do the pixel mm. remasters but i think okay. there will be some kind of square enix port announcement uh maybe some kind of deep cut remaster slash re-release because they do that at almost every direct now. True. They're like, hi, Legend of Mana remaster. <laughs> hi, right. fucking Saga Frontier remastered. Yeah. Uh, so I think there'll be something. Mystic Quest. I don't know. <laughs> I I was just literally picking a game. Yeah. I uh yeah, I it I feel like we won't really see Mystic Quest ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz like there's there's one 
group of people that care about that and they're it's me and our friend leo <laughs> <laughs> like it's yeah we are like, the group like it was a game that was made for the u.s yeah and you know square Enix keeps making stuff for their japanese audience mm-hmm. i just yeah i just don't think i don't think they're ever gonna care about mystic quest and then at least in the near future that's fair i think it came out for a virtual console at some point oh all right i forget it was the wii virtual console or the wii u virtual console but around yeah. somewhere yeah I I don't think it'll be Live Alive. I do still think that the Trials of Mana team is doing a remake of that next. Nice. And we'll see it next year. All right. Yeah. Any poor thoughts? Uh, I love port. It's a great wine. Uh, sweet. <laughs> nice. Nice sweet red port. It's Goes great a... with certain kinds of uh, very, very sharp cheeses. Feeling, feeling really blessed. Does the counterbalance of and, flavor. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I don't have any thoughts about video game ports. <laughs> also, do you, do you have any thoughts of what announced titles could show up? Uh, it'd be pretty cool if it was uh, Digimon Survive. <laughs> like, sincerely. You know, I, I, I'm really... It's really interesting to me that, like, Pokemon has just kind of you know, continued doing its own thing, and then Digimon has just continued being, like, kind of hardcore RPGs. Yeah. Uh, and so I admire them, even though I haven't really played any of them. Yeah, no, it's... It's cool. Digimon's cool. Yeah. Agumon. So, uh, finally, uh, some bigger third-party announcements, okay. right? Uh, so here... Uh, so first, I think... I think maybe... Capcom will notice that I bought the great Ace Attorney <laughs> for the Switch. Yeah. And they will announce Ace Attorney 7. Uh, it will just be a title reveal. Uh-huh. But Ace Attorney 7, 2022, Switch first, maybe. Nah, not Switch first. It'll come out for PS4 and shit also, but... Oh, I don't know. Maybe we should just cancel Ace Attorney. No, wait a minute. Look at this receipt! Daniel Thorson loves these games. Ace Attorney 7 is coming. Make a splash screen with no information. It's going to the direct. I hope you're right. Me me too. I haven't I haven't played Great Ace Attorney yet. I've just bought it to show yeah, my support. Yeah, for solidarity. Yeah. Uh, but I will play it by the time we do Game of the Year talk. Nice. I I hope. There's so many games on the backlog just for this year. Oh yeah. Do you have any uh, any big announcements you think could happen for third party? Because you mentioned you didn't have any first party thoughts. Yeah. Uh, gosh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm having so much trouble predicting today. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You got anything else? I got one more thing. All right. Uh, and that is, I think, I'm locking this one in. I've, I've said before, like, I think this will happen, uh-huh. you know, I think this will happen at some point, but I don't know when. I think for sure. Okay. Deltarune Chapter 2 Shadow Drop. All right. I'm going to create some uh, friction and some tension here. I don't think this is happening. (laughs) I have no faith at all that Deltarune will show up, let alone Shadow Drop, during this direct. I think one of two things will happen. Yeah. Deltarune Deltarune Chapter 2 Shadow Drop. Uh Uh-huh. Or this direct will reveal that Deltarune Chapter 2 and Chapter 3 and maybe subsequent chapters will be released together. Mm. Like, the full game will just reveal as one thing. Yeah. Uh, 
and that that will come in 2022. You know, what's really interesting is that I thought, for some reason, I thought I had read somewhere that Toby Fox, like, said that. That he was like, yeah, I'm not, it, like, you're not getting Adultery in Chapter 2, you're just getting the rest of the game. He he did say that, and okay. then he changed his mind later. Oh, okay, gotcha. Uh, but maybe he will change his mind again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, maybe he has also, maybe he's changed his mind an additional time as he has made a surprising amount of headway on Chapter 3. Okay, yeah. In, I, in a short period of time. I think that uh, we will get no information about the status of Deltrune at all at this Direct. I just, like, rereading Toby Fox's post about the progress he made on Deltrune Chapter 2, uh, which I did, uh, you know, I don't know, like a week or two ago when I was trying to see if I could find where he had said that. Uh, it just doesn't engender in me the same kind of confidence that it seems to have brought into you that, like, it's forthcoming. So he said in, like, February, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like, I don't know. He, he said either, like, around the anniversary last year yeah. or something. He said Chapter 2 should be content complete by the end of 2020, and then yeah. all I will have left to do is porting and bug testing mm-hmm. and uh and translating. Right. Right? And every subsequent time he's tweeted, like, every few months he pops his head and he's like, Delta Rune development's going well. I have some friends playing the beta version of, of chapter two right now. Mm-hmm. Like it like he really does seem to be saying with very few words yeah. and not very directly, <laughs> uh that chapter two is done. And chapter three is in production, and the stuff that's being worked on for two is like like the production stuff, like the the porting, the sure. the translating, the bug testing, and yeah, like like chapter two was pres- was presumably mainly done, mm-hmm. like at the end of twenty twenty, which means that the past eight, and by the time this direct happens, the past nine months have just been polishing that and preparing that for release i think it could happen okay um you know i i think it will happen i i hope you're right i enjoyed my time with undertale i enjoyed my time with delta in chapter one i just for whatever reason i just don't have confidence that uh a it will be announced that at this nintendo direct uh b that it will be announced at on nintendo direct like, I, I I think he he'll he'll just wind up doing some funky thing on his Twitter account or something or <laughs> posting a video to YouTube or whatever. I think that's possible, but Toby's relationship with Nintendo mm-hmm. has obviously been something that Toby has cherished. Yes. Uh and I think like I think if Nintendo asked him like, "Hey, can you like can you prep this for like can can we do can we show once your game's done, can we show it at our direct?" because we know that our fan base loves your shit. Uh-huh. Uh, he'll be like, yeah, I also love your shit. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, uh, lest, lest we forget, like, uh, Toby collaborates with all peoples, including yeah. himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Toby is actually a pretty unique and lucky dude in that all three companies want a piece of the Undertale pie. Sure. And don't subject him to any exclusivity deals. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, there's the Xbox version of Undertale. Yeah. Uh, that is on Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. That came out like last month. This month, Undertale for the PS4 got added to PlayStation Now. Right. Right? Like, that. those are two separate competing subscription services that yeah. both have Undertale on it. Most of the time, 
one of those companies would prohibit yes the game in question from going over to the other company's subscription service. I think in this case though, Toby just has the the bar he holding all the chips. Yeah, exactly. Know? Like yeah. it's yeah, like Sony is over there like, you know what, we would rather <laughs> that you are on our service at all yeah. than try to fight Microsoft for the rights mm-hmm. for you to be on our service. Uh, right, right. Yeah. But uh but despite all this, like Toby all Toby has collaborated with Nintendo directly so much at this point. Mm-hmm. Um I think like I think maybe Switch got the Delta Rune chapter one console port before ps4 and and xbox did all right i might be wrong about that sure and also like toby did the soundtrack for uh little town hero right uh toby did a piece of music for pokemon sword and shield one of nintendo's babies true toby fox personally went to masahiro sakurai's house Uh played some rounds of smash with him and then rode in his car and called it the batmobile yes and then got sans as a me costume into the game Uh uh-huh uh nintendo has a direct line to toby's house and they will use that line if they think it will result in a cool direct announcement slash shadow drop all right undertale slash deltarune is toby fox's baby and it's true that toby fox has an extremely strong working relationship with Nintendo, perhaps more so than any other company. I have a very strong working relationship with you, perhaps more so than any other individual. Definitely more so than any other individual, in fact. If I were seeing somebody, and uh, she became pregnant, and we were going to have a baby, that does not mean (laughs) that I would want to announce it first to the world on a Smashing Theory. I would want to announce the baby on my own terms. Also, in whatever way I felt was appropriate. Also, I want to point out that it's shadow dropping on a direct does not mean that will that like it will only show up on the switch. Oh right? no, of course that's yeah. not what it means at all. I yeah, just... like and there have been several directs right that have announced that have shadow dropped a multi platform title, mm-hmm. and then later that day, like Xbox will pop up and be like, "Oh hey, this is coming, this is coming out. <laughs> right, over. Yes, this is also coming out on Game Pass today." Mm-hmm. Uh, Boyfriend Dungeon, like they did that for Boyfriend Dungeon, yes. uh, and they have also done that for shit like like Spirit Fairer, Spirit Fairer Shadow dropped in a direct, mm-hmm. then released for all the other platforms the same day, but the announcement came from the direct. Yeah, I think it would be the same case here. Delta Rune Chapter Two Shadow drops on the direct, and then like later that day, it also shows up on the PS, the PlayStation and Xbox. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no way it's going to be exclusive to a Nintendo console because yeah. the people who want to play it on PC would be upset. Yeah. But yeah, I just, like, I I hope you're right. It'd be yeah. very cool. I just am not filled with the same confidence that you are that this is definitely happening on yeah. a Nintendo Direct. I think that now is the time that Toby is ready to shadow drop it. Mm-hmm. And if he had to wait longer than a month to shadow drop it anywhere besides, like, you know, his own website, mm-hmm. he might not do it. Uh, but I think I think this will line up well enough that, that it's happening. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. Like, if I were Toby, uh, and I'm not. Yeah. But, uh, but knowing what I know of Toby, I feel like it's probably a dream of his to, like... To be a shadow drop at a Nintendo presentation. I think first and foremost, Toby is a weird guy who likes doing things on his own terms. Yeah, but one of his terms is like 
doing shit with Nintendo a lot. <laughs> All right. That's that's just one of his terms. Like, Undertale came to the PS4 first, uh-huh. right? Because I think maybe the Switch didn't, like, the Switch hadn't really existed for long enough sure. when it did. Uh, but, like, Toby was on the record. It's like, I really want this on the Switch. Yeah. You know, like, I, yeah. I think, uh, I think he holds his stuff being on Nintendo platforms in higher regard than the other stuff. Yes. Uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I have confidence it will happen this time. There's, there's, like, there's something in my gut that says Deltarune. <laughs> well, you should get that checked out. <laughs> No, you go see a gut doctor. <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, maybe he'll be like, "Whoa, what's this?" It'll just pull Deltarune out of your gut, <laughs> and then it will exist. That's how Toby Fox is announcing it. Yeah, yeah. my my yeah. He put it in your gut exclusively for my gut. Yep. Yeah. All right. What's next? You have any other <laughs> any any other announcement before we move on to Smash stuff? Any other any other thoughts? Which could be at the rest of the direct. Uh, not at all. All right, with that out of the way, it's time for Smash predictions. Okay. So, so I think this is the direct. I also think that there's a possibility that maybe there's no direct in September or October. Okay. Instead, there will just be like a Smash Bros. video just by itself. <laughs> sure. Sakurai announcing the next character. Yeah. Uh, we'll then, we'll know and, if they start just like randomly announcing games. Yeah. On their Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Be yeah. Like, ah, this was all for naught. Yes. Uh, but if there is a direct, I think this is the direct, the direct where we will get the final Smash Bros. Ultimate Ooh. character announcement. All right. Um, and since there were, we got one character left. Yep. Uh, lately I've been having us kind of like, oh, here's, here's a pool of two or three characters uh-huh. that we can draw from. I think, uh, I think we, it's time for us to get serious. All right. One, one guess as to who the last character is. Okay. I'm ready. All right. The two choices that I have to choose from, because that's how choices work, yeah, are uh, Sora and Arlie Naja, which are my two picks right now. Yes, and <laughs> I'm going with Arlie Naja, <laughs> and let me explain why. Okay, a. I have a feeling that you will not be choosing Arlie Naja. No, Arlie Naja was never on my list. In fact, right, and therefore. By not choosing Sora, I think that I'm creating some friction <laughs> that will make things more interesting. Great. Love love meta picks. B, um, I just think, I'm just anticipating that Nintendo's last DLC character will disappoint a lot of people. Right. And Arlie Naja is more disappointing by leagues than <laughs> Sora for most people. Yeah, you're right. C... And this is actually the driving force behind my prediction of Arlinaja and why I'm not choosing Sora. Um, it's uh, it's kind of a Pascal's wager thing for those of you who know philosophy, I guess. Uh, if I pick Sora and Sora winds up being the correct pick, I will be satisfied, but it also will not surprise me. If I pick Arlinaja and Arlinaja winds up being correct. I will be satisfied and surprised, which is better. It's a it's a more appealing emo- series of emotions to feel. You won't be surprised by Sora? Uh, no, not really. Um, if I uh, pick Sora and Sora isn't picked, I will be uh, surprised and dissatisfied, which are two negative emotions that I'd rather not feel. 
if I pick Arlie Nadja and Arlie Nadja is not picked, then I will uh, not be surprised and will not be satisfied. Uh, ergo, Arlie Nadja is the more appealing choice for me personally. Philosophy's garbage. <laughs> That's what I learned today. <laughs> Thanks. But yeah, you know, seriously, like, um, like I, I would rather. You know, instead of being in a situation where I've picked Sora and Sora is or is not the character and I'm kind of whelmed, uh-huh. like, conversely, you know, if I pick Sora and by some freak of nature it winds up being Arlie Naja, I will never have experienced a more crushing sense of disappointment <laughs> that I didn't pick Arlie Naja. But if I pick Arlie Naja and Sora, it's like, okay... You yeah. know, that's fair. I made my bed and I'm laying in it. Right. Uh, so that's what I'm doing. I'm making my bed of Puyos and I'm laying in it and I'm picking Arlie Naja as my final prediction. Well, all right, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who are you picking? Uh, well, yeah, for me, it's between what? Uh, either Crash and Sora or Agumon and Sora. I forget what my final two are. Uh, I will tell you. Sora and Crash. Yeah. Oh, wait. Maybe last episode I switched to Agumon and uh, and Sora. I don't and remember. I, and I didn't update that in the outline. That's why I'm not sure. Okay. Um either way I think I'm locking in Sora. Okay. Uh yeah. I honestly I would be surprised in a way if it's Sora because I think I think there's a possibility that the reason we haven't seen Sora is due to licensing issues. Sure. I think that's still a huge possibility. Yeah. And on top of that they're uh you know, we already got Sephiroth this pack, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, I think in a lot of ways, like, I think you've heard me say Sora so many times over the last year that it's no longer a bold prediction to you. I mean, you. you know, he he is also quite popular as a, as a potential Smash character. Yeah. I mean, Master Chief is popular. <laughs> you don't see me right. talking about Master Chief. Right, but Arlie Naja is not. Yeah. <laughs> At least in America. No, I'm, I'm in not, Japan, he's I'm, quite, I'm not quite saying your prediction's not bold, Sean. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Okay. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just saying, yeah. You're, you're I just think... saying that you're edgy, too. You're, and you're not just following the, the, you know, the train, the Sora train. Choo-choo. Th- that's the thing. There hasn't been much of a Sora train lately. I think ever since Sephiroth came out, people have kind of dismiss Sora as an option. I don't think people take it as seriously as we do. <laughs> they just want who they want and they want Sora. I mean, yeah, they want Sora, but look, you are unlike me. That's true. In that, <laughs> you never do research for this podcast. Well, not never, <laughs> yeah. but, but seldom, right? C- certainly not to the extent you do. Yes. I'm happy to admit that. Right, and one of the ways... Like, you know, I have active research and I have passive research. A form of <laughs> passive research for me is that, like, I lurk in, in Smash communities, right? Sure. The, the Super Smash Bros. Uh, Facebook group that pops up on my feed sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I see, I see Smash discussion in several places. And as a result, I get to see lots of character discourse, yeah. specifically Sora discourse. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've noticed as a trend is that, uh, you know, at the beginning of all this, uh, a lot of the Sora discourse was like, you know, was like, was like, you know, a lot of people were saying like, oh yeah, Sora's like, you know, Sora would be cool. I don't know about Sora, oh, but uh-huh. I, I like Sora. And, you know, it was a lot more like 50, right? It was, 
like it was more of an argument, right? Sure. Like Sora was an argument. And then over the past few months, someone would be like, I really want Sora. And 300 people would be like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Sora is impossible. Sure. Look at all the evidence against Sora. Like, Sora is no longer an argument. Sora is a one-sided beatdown in favor of people saying Sora is not coming. Right. You need to realize that Sora is not coming. And, you know, it's, it is it uh, is certainly true that you do far more research for this podcast than I do. But I will say that in every popularity poll I've seen for potential Smash DLC characters, Sora is either at the top or in the top five. Oh, yeah. No, he's, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's popular. But mm-hmm. I think lately... He has been accepted as more of a character people want mm-hmm. than a character people think will get in. Okay. I think he will get in. All right. Uh, you're cool, man. You're bold. <laughs> you're spicy. Spicy Sora. Don't patronize me. He's a spicy pig. <laughs> He's salsa. Salsa dancing. <laughs> but no, you know, I'm, I'm, look. I'm I'm not saying that Sora is like a milk toast vanilla middle of the road pick. Obviously, there are reasons that Sora is not the likeliest uh, pick. Uh, yeah. You know, if you kind of look at things as they are now, uh, the licensing issues are why I did not pick Sora for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I would be delighted if Sora were to get into the game. Yes. I'd just be more delighted if Arlenado were to get into the game. <laughs> for very personal reasons. Fuck yeah! I'm a human. <laughs> I think a lot of your reasons have to do with you hosting this podcast. Yes. <laughs> that's that's absolutely right. <laughs> I think if you did not have stakes in this, you wouldn't really care that much if Arlie Nadja was in. I Maybe mean, if I didn't look, if I weren't on this podcast, I wouldn't be predicting who would be in Smash <laughs> because I would I haven't played it in a long time and I don't really care about it very much. I mean I just I enjoy talking about stuff with you in front of microphones and you know uh so here I am. Thanks. Well <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is a rabid Smash fan listening right now <laughs> who's like, Sean's my favorite podcaster. <laughs> and hearing you say those words has broken their little heart. Well, to whoever you are, I am I am sincerely sorry if I've let you down, but I'm not going to hide who I am. <laughs> you should know about me that I am someone who has an admiration for Super Smash Brothers, but who is never interested in the games for longer than a month after they come out. <laughs> And here I am hosting this podcast. It's a remarkable twist of fate. <laughs> Who like one thing we never could have guessed is that Smash Bros. Ultimate would get new content for like four years. That's true. Yeah. Uh 20, 2018, right? Yeah, it came out twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's that's nuts. Des- yeah, December twenty eighteen. Wow. So three years. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, pretty and, fucking and, good. And, and we were predicting it. Like, from the beginning of 2018. <laughs> yeah. Because the initial conceit of all this is that Smash hadn't come out yet. Right. And we are going to predict what no, the No, like, we decided to do this podcast, like, the day that the debut trailer yeah. came out. We were like, okay, we're doing... Well, it was between this and another podcast idea. Yeah. Like, you know, if Smash Bros. get announced, we'll do a Smashing Theory. If it doesn't, we'll do this other thing. And yeah. then that trailer came out, and we're like, okay, we're doing a Smashing Theory. Yeah. 
And yeah, we thought it was like, yeah, we'll we'll get to do this for like a year, and then right. we can, and then we can do the other idea. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nope. And uh, and yeah, here we are, near like you know, in the second half of 2021. Yeah. And and here we are. And I don't I don't think the old idea is that good anymore. So yeah, I don't know, no, I don't know what we're doing next. <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, but okay, those are those are. Our predictions for the last Smash DLC character. All right. Arlie Naja on your end. Yep. Sora on mine. Imagine if it was fucking Arlie Naja. Just I'd... imagine. Just yeah. imagine. That, that... I would be the only person in America who is happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> also, I feel like the only person in America that is predicting that as the final Smash character. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, no, I'm not I'm not saying your take is not, not no, spicy. No, no, no. I, I, I completely understand. Yeah. I know uh, exactly what you think of my take. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, regardless of what I think about it, I would never say it's not spicy. All right, that's good. <laughs> it's very spicy. <laughs> yes. It's like that's if it. you it's like if you dunked like an entire tub of sriracha onto a waffle. Like, does that taste good? No. Is it spicy? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and Sora is like vanilla ice cream, but something illegal has been sprinkled on it. And so on the one hand, you're like, oh, this is delectable and completely normal. Uh, a scoop of vanilla ice cream looks so good. Oh, I can't eat it because of the uranium that's on it. This is a problem. <laughs> Square Enix is the uranium? Is that what this analogy is? Yes. Wow. How will I surmount this uranium and eat my delicious vanilla ice cream? That's where you're at. And then I'm curried on on a dead body or whatever you said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said exactly that. Good job, John. <laughs> Great, good. <laughs> all right, that's all of our, all of our Nintendo Direct Fall 2021 thoughts. All right, uh, they're all out there for you to listen to. And any any last things to add? Uh, you know, whatever winds up happening with this Nintendo Direct, if it happens, it would just be really cool if there was something in it that I absolutely loved. It doesn't have to be like triangle strategy love, yeah. you know, but if there could just be a thing where I come away from it more excited than I was w when I went into it, uh, that's what I would like from this Nintendo Direct. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like E3 Direct is pretty good. I feel like E3 mm -hmm. had something there for you, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah, and uh... they all become a blur after they're over. <laughs> And I feel like if, if Fire Emblem remakes are in there, that would do it for you. I would be pretty pumped. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What would blow you away? If the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 rumors are false and we're actually getting a new... Ooh. And in, like an inventive new IP from, from Monolith Soft next. That's pretty like, cool. I love Xenoblade. I would yes. love a new Xenoblade. I want... A new Monolith Soft IP more than I want a new Xenoblade. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Some new Xeno X thing. Yeah. Or, or even like what would what would blow my mind <laughs> is the word Xeno not being in Monolith Soft's mm, next title sure. at all. Okay. That, that would be what I'd want. All right. Cool. Um, like you know something that's separate from their whole Xeno <laughs> Xeno stuff. Sure. Um. Yeah. But uh. 
But yeah, that's that that's what I'd love. I I cool. feel I feel like the Xenoblade Chronicles three rumors are true though. Yeah, they they probably are like, oh hey, we got a cool couple mil from <laughs> from uh from Xenoblade Chronicles two. Time to keep building this franchise up. Yeah, no, yeah. that makes sense. Um, okay, we have one listener mail. All right, from Mark E. Marky, Marky, Marky. Hey, y'all, I have a dystopic question that likely has nothing to do with what you've talked about this episode, <laughs> but here goes. Game Pass, Xbox Game Pass is incredible, but it seems inevitable that the price will go up at some point. Mm. With that in mind, would you rather A, pay $5 more per month, so $20 a month for Ultimate, Ooh. or B, pay the same current price for a with ads version where you have to watch a 60 second ad for every hour of gameplay however that would work and have pop-ups on loading screens i know i hate this question too thanks for the (laughs) thanks for the great podcast marky thanks marky uh so first of all just to be totally clear um if those were the options i would not subscribe to game pass (laughs) but if i if you know if you locked me in a room and i had to choose i would rather pay five dollars more i hate ads so much and having them injected into games that wouldn't normally have ads would make my eyes bleed i would absolutely do five dollars more a month yeah um yeah i that's that's pretty easy for me actually uh because yeah i I think i think with i I think ads in video games especially would just be really intrusive and would kind of take away from the experience Mm -hmm. and uh imagine like you're playing some you know rpg and like uh the main character dies and the rest of the party has to soldier on and the love interest like crawls onto their corpse and is like sobbing and then it goes into a loading screen and there's like an ad for head on you know (laughs) awful yeah um also i think that uh like 15 bucks a month is like a good deal for game pass Mm -hmm. right and it's it's a good deal to a point to the point that i think it's worth 20 a month okay i would rather pay 15 a month obviously (laughs) i'd rather it stays that way for the rest of my life yeah um but i i think I think there are so many hundreds, perhaps thousands of dollars worth of games available on the service right now mm-hmm. that it would not be unreasonable for them to ask for 20 per month. Uh, but, uh, you know, that does make me sad. I yeah. hope they don't. I think 15 is a really great sweet spot. Yeah. And I hope it stays there. In fact, what I kind of wish they would do is like, um, be like, hey, if you give us a hundred, we'll give you a year's worth. Sure. Like they haven't they haven't done that yet, and I'd I'd love that. Just mm-hmm. let me do that. I'll if, give you a hundred dollars, then I don't have to worry about this for another year instead of giving you fifteen a month, which technically I don't have to do yet. My my right. my my game pass cards haven't run out yet, but yeah. If I'm subscribing to something and it costs more than fifteen dollars a month. The only circumstance in which I'm willing to do that is if they are delivering physical goods to my house that I then own. Hmm. Like, if it's a subscription box, I will do more than $15 a month. But, like, HBO Max, for instance, which is exactly $15 a month, that's pushing it for me, you know? So, if 
what what's the subscription for for Final Fantasy fourteen? Isn't it fifteen right now? It's uh, it's either twelve or fifteen. I don't know. There's two tiers. Okay. And one of them is like make eight characters on you know as many servers as you want, and one of them is like you get a character or something like that. Okay. Uh, and, and I feel like you're the more than one character tier, right? Uh, yeah, but I only play one character. Um, <laughs> but you're still the, the more expensive tier. What you're asking me is if it was more than $15, would I continue to pay for it? Yes. And uh, yes, but that <laughs> would, but like that would be the one exception and only because it's such an enormous part of my life. Like I am an officer in my FC. I'm doing all this stuff all the time in it. And more importantly... Uh, by paying a subscription for Final Fantasy fourteen is the only way that I can access the content in Final Fantasy fourteen. Hmm. I think that if uh, Game Pass started being $20 a month, I would rather just buy the games that I want and then have them. Hmm. Even if, like, buying the games would cost you more per year than, than the Xbox Game Pass thing. Uh, you know, I don't buy as many games as you do. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but let's say you you buy a game a month, and each of those games, each of those twelve games, is available on Xbox Game Pass. You could spend uh twenty times twelve. You could spend two hundred and forty dollars mm-hmm. for for access to all those games as they come out. Or uh, 60 times 12. You know, I, I might actually buy like three or four games a year. And generally they're not $60. Hmm. So I I actually wonder, I, I don't know that I would be saving that much money. And, and even, you know, in that circumstance, like it's not an either or because I would be subscribed to Xbox Game Pass and still buying games that aren't on Xbox Game Pass. I mean, I guess that's fair. Yeah. Although I, there, there have, there have been points mm-hmm. where a game will come out that I want and it will launch on Xbox Game Pass and therefore I don't have to spend the money on it. Sure. Psychonauts 2. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't want that. I know you don't. <laughs> Talk about me right now, Sean. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, the Chris Tales, um, Dodgeball Academia. Although the Chris Tales and Dodgeball Academia are both cheaper than sixty, but I could. Uh, there are certain circumstances where I could see myself like subscribing on an ad hoc basis to play all the Yakuza games, for instance. Right, right, like that kind of situation. Sure. I just can't imagine being like a loyal and consistent Xbox Game Pass subscriber because I just don't think that I would use it that much. I'm a loyal and consistent Xbox Game Pass subscriber. Oh, baby. I know. Oh, we all know. Yeah, you all know it. You listening, <laughs> I know it. I know it even more than you all do. Because, uh, uh, you know, just so you know, every time we end this podcast and we turn the mics off, he says, hey, thanks for recording with me. Xbox Game Pass is awesome. And then he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting him on blast. That's absolutely I, I, true. I told you that was a secret between the two of us. I'm, you've, you've exposed... I'm, I'm sorry, but you have put me in this position. <laughs> uh, thank you, Marky. Yeah, thanks, man. Great question. Anyone that wants to send us questions, yeah, a smashing theory on Twitter mm-hmm. and a smashing theory at gmail.com. Yeah, it's it's not smashing theory at gmail.com. Okay. Well, yeah, send send us those. Yeah, and uh, 
And yeah, we'll, we'll answer them uh, if you want uh-huh. more things from us. Yeah. Like an exclusive monthly podcast. It's a whole thing. Patreon.com slash Beep Boop Group. Accurate. Sometimes there's other stuff on there. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, there there hasn't been much besides the exclusive podcast lately. Yeah, but, you know, one day in, like, the year 2027, there will be an Undertale retrospective. <laughs> you wound me, sir. <laughs> uh, I'm Yeah, I'm looking forward uh, to having more stuff on there. Yeah. And, uh, and I'd consistently like to do that. When we get more support on the Patreon, that gives me more time and resources to do those things. True. And if you give him enough support, then he'll do it full time. Yeah, significantly more than what I'm getting right now. Yeah, so, yeah. so you know, do it. <laughs> uh, next time on a Smashing Theory, um, depends on, yeah. on how soon Nintendo gets stuff out. <laughs> I think either we'll talk about the the direct if it happens soon enough, mm-hmm. or maybe we'll we'll do uh what games we're playing for for the fall season. Cool. Uh, yeah, our next episode will be out in September. God, I guess I'll have to play games besides Final Fantasy fourteen. I guess so. Maybe <laughs> I mean no, like, that's not true. I've the... I've played other games, but I can't talk about them because <laughs> they're gonna be in what games are you playing? I wanna spoil that. Correct. Okay. Well so thanks for listening to all this Nintendo Direct stuff. Hope that was nice and juicy for all of you. Ah, uh, big juicy. We'll we'll see you next time. And in the meantime, I hope that you have a smashing time. Special thanks! Special thanks! Special thanks to Lonald! Oh, Lonald, your name starts with an L, it ends with a D, and that's why you're so special to me. (laughs) Thanks, Lonald. For that and no other reason. Special thanks to Nymph! Oh, thanks, Nymph! Nymph? 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 Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Special thanks to my fiance, Lee. Woo, Lee. Oh, Lee, I'm so sorry that we spent the whole evening recording. Yeah, I, I miss you very much. Uh, I even miss you. Aw. Uh, yeah. Um, we're gonna, once we stop, I'm gonna come out there and watch <laughs> the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer with oh, you. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, maybe you wanna do that with us? I, ah, uh, swing, swing, slap, slap. Those, those. <laughs> That was the sound of the webs hitting things. I was having trouble coming over the onomatopoeia that would work better. Thanks, Lee. Special thanks, <laughs> thanks. to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Woohoo! Hey, Royce. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> My throat kind of got stuck together after that. It was interesting. You you looked like your Mario being like slapped awake, like in a in like a car trunk. <laughs> oh, I wagged been the kidnapped. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Thanks, Royce. Thanks, Royce. Special thanks to Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe. Babu Babu Cool Gabe. Never mind, you fucking saved me. Uh.
was, that was incredible, actually. Thanks, thanks, cool game. <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, cool game. <laughs> Thank you, cool game. Woo! Special thanks to Vinny G. Uh, Vinegar Jones. So good to have you back here at our establishment. Thank you for the detailed update on the Switch games you've been playing on the yes, Discord. Yes, yes, that was a great update. Excellent to read. Yeah, awesome that you're enjoying all those games. Yeah. Good job unlocking all the Smash Ultimate characters. Yes, congratulations. That is a that is an effort. Or almost all of them. Right. Whatever you did, you did great. Yeah. Thanks, Vinny. Thanks, Vinny. Special thanks to Steve the Two E's. Oh, the Two E boy is back in town, and we're going to thank him all around. Can't believe Steve with Two E's is here, and he's got so much Steez. Thank, thanks, Steve. Thanks, man. I hope you're enjoying this. Yep, I, it's, I mean, it's obviously worth it. If you want to be special thanked by us, you can give us $20 a month and we will do this for you. Yeah, and you know, when I said earlier that if I have subscribed to something for more than $15 a month, they'd better be delivering physical goods to my house. That does not include our Patreon. Thing. Yeah, good job, you fucking <laughs> dick. Because we're delivering excellent content to your ears and then you get to keep it forever. And that, that's why it's worth it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, thanks, Oliver. Special thanks, Patriots. Yeah, thanks. Special thanks. We will see. <laughs> g- go. Bye. Bye. <laughs>